Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab Podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Dave. What's going on, Dave? Don't know. <laughs> it's, it's getting cold out. It's getting cold. And you know what really stinks? And I'm, you know, it's okay, I guess. But I have already mulched leaves twice. And you, when, like, when you came out today? Can't tell. Couldn't tell a thing. We have a couple oak trees out front, and it's like no matter what I do, those things just... I, they're so thick. You know, the oaks hang onto those leaves forever. I know. But that's part of living in the Midwest and when the cold weather starts to hit, and I'm not happy. Yeah. But the good news is that means building season is it's getting close getting to upon being us. upon us. So we will be able to do some fun stuff, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, come this winter. Yeah. I've still got a project from Toledo I haven't even touched yet. Which one? That's $60 Stinson slash bird dog slash we don't know what it is. Oh, with a melted pilot. Yeah, with a melted pilot. I like that. Yeah. That'll be cool whenever you're done with it. Yeah, it will. Just next year. Got to get to it. (laughs) I know. We've all got lists, and mine is growing as opposed to shrinking. Um, But let's talk about, I'm kind of excited about, I don't know why, because I don't like biplane or biplanes, but I'm kind of excited about the new uh, E-Flight UMX Waco that's coming out. Have you seen that one? Absolutely. I was thinking about that the other day. That's kind of funny. So you were telling me before we started that before this was announced, what? My brother has the older blue and white version. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about it the other day. I was going, man, I would really like to get my hands on one of those, because I'm, I'm a fan of the UMX planes. I really like the small size and the box. and Yeah, the simplicity of it. How well they fly in the uh, rough weather. Yeah. So anyway, I was thinking about that UMX and I just popped on the computer and by golly, there it is. <laughs> well, that's actually good timing because I think this was just the last week that they announced it from when this came out last Thursday. Um, it's the more they're coming out with in this size is really making that battery purchase that I don't have yet more enticing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of having these little 2S, 3S, little small 280, 300 mAh batteries that I can only fly in one airplane. You've got more options now. There's a lot more options coming out. So that, I mean, that's cool because I like batteries that fit in multiple airplanes. And the pricing on these isn't bad either. Yeah. 160 bucks. I mean, that's their standard going, right? They've gone up a little bit. They used to be like 150 and they've gone up like 10 bucks. What hasn't? Yeah. So this this new one has safe with AS3X and all that fun stuff. Comes in two colors. Which one do you prefer? You know, if I had my choice, I'd rather have the blue and white that the old one was in. Well, you don't have, but that I choice. don't have that choice. <laughs> it's a rough one. I like the red and white, and I also really like that yellow and black. I might be leaning towards the yellow and black. I, I'm in such a minority. Like everybody I've asked, which has not been a ton, but. Seems to like the yellow and black better. Quite frankly, if I would order one, just say, send me one. I don't care. Because either way, I could go either way. Yeah. I like the white and red. It looks cleaner to me for some odd reason. And I like to attract bugs with the yellow. Attract bugs. Have you ever noticed that? Yellow airplanes are always covered with bugs. I have not noticed that. Yeah, that yellow draws the uh, bugs for some reason. Is that an old wives' tale? It is not. It is proven. By whom? By me. I've seen it in person. (laughs) Okay. Touche, you got me. Yeah. Take take a yellow airplane out and set it right next to another airplane of a different color. And it, it'll have the all the um little grasshoppers on it, it'll have the uh sweat bees. All the all those little bugs will go right to that yellow airplane versus the other color. I guess I've never noticed. Yeah. I always thought like yellow light and stuff was not supposed to attract bugs. Something something to look at. I will pay attention next year. But I don't have a yellow airplane. I'm getting rid of that one. So I'm going to say you're getting rid of that, that one. That one doesn't there. count. That'll be gone next year. So I don't... Do I? I don't think I do. No, we've had hard enough of frost, so we can't prove it right now because everything's well, dead. But I mean for next year. Like, I, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, we'll drag a yellow airplane out and let you look at it. <laughs> and I started going through my list. Like, I'm preparing already for Toledo next year. I've got a list. What's going to go bye-bye? What's going out of here. Yeah. It has to. Like, it, it really has to. Uh, yeah, I have to do something. I, I, yeah, I'm out of room. Yep. I mean, that's, I keep bringing more in and there's a swap meet coming up this weekend I'm going to. so Are you taking anything? To get rid of? No, 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 no. Because that's, yeah, the, the prices that this swap meet are, 
to me, to me, this is a buyer swap meet. This is not a seller swap. Right. You know what I mean? Like the prices are really economical. And this is the Decatur, Illinois swap meet that's coming up this weekend, which it's, it's weird. So it's always around Thanksgiving. And I'm pretty sure it's always the weekend before Thanksgiving. And I'm just like, it snuck up on me. Like that it was this weekend and all that kind of stuff. It was kind of messing with me. I'm like, why is it so early this year? Like, I don't understand why they moved it. They didn't move it. Like, I cannot freaking believe it's almost time for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then Christmas. And then we're next year. Yeah, I was scheduling patients and I looked at it. It's like, why is Thursday empty? Oh, that's why. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. See, and that, even you saying that, that doesn't click that next week already. Wow. Anyway, I feel like an old man complaining about how fast time is going, but... Anyway, so let's get back to this UMX Waco. We really got off topic on that. Yeah, what else we got to do? 160 bucks. I, I think that's a good idea uh, to get one for you since you have wanted one. Yeah, after the first year, we'll see how things go. That's my. I've spent way too much money this year on airplanes. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, too. But honestly, I could see myself getting this, the UMX Air Tractor, and the Turbo Timber, I think is what, is that the UMX one? Yeah, I just bought the UMX Turbo Timber. At an auction, an auction, a trade swap meet. <laughs> trade swap meet. You did, really? Yeah. Well, you want to talk about so it we went, later? Well, let's let's finish up with the Waco. Okay. I forgot we were talking about that. <laughs> Even though I got the paper in my hand. Anyway, so what's kind of cool about this, and one thing eFlight does, it's officially licensed. So I'm guessing that's one reason why the price has gone up a little bit. Yeah, I, it's I, still not much more than, yeah, I mean, everything's gone up quite a bit lately, so... Yeah. Um, 2S, 3S batteries, like I said, like these other ones. They're, they're standard setup. It seems to be, like, it seems like their old UMX one airplanes were all like the 1S 500s. Or these 2Ss. But a lot of the ones I have, though. The original Waco was 2S 280. I guess I'm talking about some of the older ones than that, even. Uh, the like older, the older S, ones, yes. The SU-26 I Yes, have, those were the one cell. Those are all, I mean, that was so nice. That was what I liked about those, is I had the charger. You could charge six of those at once, and those batteries are next to nothing. What are they, five bucks a I piece? got five of them and a charger for 20 bucks. So you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And that's what stopped me. Honestly, these UMX planes, that's what stopped me from kind of making that leap to these newer ones. Batteries aren't as cheap, which I'm. They're still fifteen bucks. No big deal. Mm, I just bought us. I actually bought a Spectrum band for ten dollars. Really, three hundred two S. Really. Well, who would fly two S in this anyway? If it's two S or three S, come on, we're, we're doing it right. But still, that's kind of what's kept me around this. But the more they come out with these other airplanes in this size with that battery and all that, it's much more enticing. It's nice to have the option if you got the older batteries, you can. Do that, or if you got the three yeah. cell, you can do the three cell. But it does have too many wings. But but you never take it apart. That's what's nice. Like that's what I'm okay with. Like I'm not a big biplane fan. By did I say that? Yeah, biplane fan. Why does that sound wrong when I say it? Biplane. Fa- I'm saying it right. You're saying it correctly. I'm not sure why you're having an issue. I don't know. I've stroked out. But anyway, so I'm not a big fan of those just because of the amount of work that goes into putting them together at the field. I like simplicity. And I've watched you do some airplanes. That you don't like the pup. Honestly, would <laughs> make me just throw them in the garbage. Um, but you're right. You don't take these apart. They're in a nice carrying case and all that stuff. So that that changes things a little bit. Yeah. So it we'll, looks nice. I really like it. We'll probably have to have one. <laughs> well, let me know how it goes, and maybe I'll buy one too. Um, so what's it say? 550 millimeter wingspan. So that's kind of small. It's not a huge airplane by any means. Which is good. I mean, UMX, you want it to be a little bit smaller. Obviously, 2S to 3S, 11, uh, sorry, 2S to 3S battery, 280 to 300 milliamp hours uh, with the appropriate connector. Comes with the uh, linear servos installed, receiver, brushless outrunner motor installed, receiver, or spectrum control unit installed, receiver, and ESC installed. So, cool-looking airplane. Very neat. You'll have to let us know what it looks like when you get it. Yeah. Next year. Well, I, I, know, I know they fly great. I've flown the heck out of that older one, so nice airplane. Cool. Do, do the old one have AS3X or not? Yes. So, they're just updating it now with... The, the three-cell and the safe. It didn't have safe. 
it's a worthly or a worthwhile upgrade, I think. Yeah. Especially for the price. For yeah, essentially at the same price. We'll see what I can get rid of next year and what I can come home with. Okay. Like I said, I've Yeah, it's UMX. It sits in its box in the corner. Yeah. I've got other things I want to spend my money on, so we shall see. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Speaking of spending my money, the jet. Let's talk about that for a minute. So I think I have everything I need. Like, believe it or not, I think the only thing I'm waiting on are the servo extensions, and they're back-ordered. Um, I bought all the ones Brian had, so I cleared out his shelf and then ordered the rest of them from Horizon. Haven't got them yet. They're back-ordered. Um, so I have the ARF, I have the turbine, I have the servos, the fuel line, and the UAT tank. Uh, all that was stuff I had to order separately. Um, I'm going to be honest, what hurt was spending money on the fire extinguisher. Yeah, when you told me the price on that, it's like, really? $218 for a five-pound CO2 fire extinguisher. Like, from everybody I've talked to, has to be CO2 because it doesn't... Doesn't leave residue. Right, doesn't leave any residue, so you're not ruining your turbine if you need to use it or any electronics or anything like that. Whereas the other stuff that leaves the powder behind will... Yeah, I've had to clean the powder out of a engine bay, so... Yeah. Yeah, my 59 Olds cut fire. Oh, I thought you were talking about an airplane. No, my full-size car caught fire. Of course, I bought it when it was on fire, so this car has a tendency to catch on fire. <laughs> so you knew of the issue when it happened. Well, this was a new issue, yeah. Uh, the float sunk. Oh, while you were driving? No, my brother was getting it out of the garage, and uh, he backed it out partially, and it burst into flames because fuel was just flowing everywhere. Yeah. And so he put out the fire, which was... Great, but did A, did you not be able to back it out the extra five feet to get it out of the garage? <laughs> no doubt. The extra five foot would not have done any more damage. No. Um, Probably would have done less damage. Yeah, and then just all that fire extinguisher residue in the engine bay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's worthwhile if I ever have to use it, but not having to use it yet, that It's one of those things you never want to use. Just sucks, though. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Your fueling system is pricey, too. So I got the Jersey Modeler 5-gallon diesel fuel tank and pump. Um, I mean, that's I kind of like to go with what I have seen people use, and that is what is all over the place when I've seen people using that stuff. So, well, it's, I mean, it should be good. It goes with the equipment, yeah. Uh, I got a gallon of the King Tech oil that goes with the diesel. Um, so I think I have all the basics done. Like, I still need to order batteries, but I... Once again, think I'm going to wait until spring. Yeah, you've got sitting here. junker batteries that you can use for setup. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not flying, they don't have to fit in a certain, uh, specific place. So I've got 2S and 3S batteries I can use, no problem. Um, and then Tommy said he wants to help me put it together, so I'm kind of waiting until he gets back to start on all that. So you mean Tommy's going to put it together? I mean, Tommy is going to help me put it together. <laughs> so you mean Tommy's going to put this together? I don't think so. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. I'm actually not really looking forward to this build. I don't know why. Like, I'm excited to have it finished, but there's a lot of unknowns that I've not done this before. The instruction manual not cover everything, or is it a little gray? So, supposed to be good, from what I've heard. Um, And I've read through it. It's 100 and, I think, right at 150 steps from start to finish. Here's your box of parts to here's your airplane. Yeah. Um, But there. It's just, it's different, and I, I think that kind of gets to me. Plus, it's expensive to me. I mean, I know to some people it's not a lot of money, but to me it's it's pricey, so I'm, I just have to take a deep breath, go step at a time. Just double check your work. Stay Go calm. slow. Yeah. Things aren't working out, walk away from it. When When the price is like this price on stuff, and I know if I have to order a replacement wing set or something, if I do something wrong... That hurts more than some of these cheap ones I've done in the past. It's not a $20 wing. No. And it's one I care about. So I want it to be done right and not get broken. Yeah, we're here to get you through it. I know. So maybe we'll have a just a big ARF building party weekend <laughs> and we'll get it done. Yeah. Like I know, it, I know it's step by step. It'll get done no problem. But it's just it gives me a little bit of anxiety until we get it finished. 
And Tommy's like excited to help with it, so that'll bring my mood up and hopefully. Yeah, you'll see it's not that bad. It's gonna be more like any other ARF you've ever built. Yeah. I know. But like I was looking at the flap system on it. It's a completely different flap setup than I've ever ever used. It's kinda neat. The is it a what's the is it a Fowler flap? What's the system where it drops away from the wing? Yes. Yeah, that's a Fowler. So it's it's got the exposed hinge on the bottom that comes out. Fowler. And then the servo and push rod and all that stuff connect to the middle part of it. So it's not hanging below the wing. It's through the wing, and then the servo and push rod go through the trailing edge of the wing to get to the 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 flap to push it up. It's a little more sophisticated than what you used to. That's what I mean. Like it's different than I don't know. We'll see. It'll yeah, be good. I it'll mean, be like, fine. It'll, it'll work okay. What could possibly go wrong? I just stop. <laughs> I mean, it'd be different if they had everything in stock, too, to replace, which they don't. Yeah, it's always a scary thing. But we'll, we'll be okay. Yep, I broke a screw off in that. Six months. <laughs> stop it. That's, uh, we'll, we'll get there. And they'll ship it in a padded envelope. <laughs> you are so hung up on that. Oh, yeah. It uh, set me off the edge. I can tell. You'll you'll get over that one day, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a diabolical laugh. But anyway, so one of the other things I did, I, I opened the servos on that because I got the box that came with all eight servos. Um, it was a kit that was just, you know, for this airplane and stuff. And it was supposed to have four of one servo and four of another servo. It takes normal size servos for the, the wings, uh, I'm sorry, for the ailerons and the flaps. And then the whole rear section takes small servos. What's the other one? Oh, and so the steering guess, servo. Like a steering also. servo? Yeah. Yeah. And they take the mini, not yeah, my, so the mini not much servo. room back there, is there? No, because I guess they wanted to keep the weight light in the back too. And you got to keep away from the hot exhaust gases. And yeah, that's not, I don't know how all that works, but I mean it's designed into it, so I don't have to know how that works. Um, but I was excited because there's two upgraded servos that were in the box. Oh, that's nice. Apparently, there was a shortage. There was a note in there that said, due to a short or a shortage in shortage in servos, we have opted to give you these other two servos and that tells you where you're supposed to use them and stuff. But I looked them up. Like most of the servos I was getting in that kit were 70 ish dollars. Like if you ordered them separately uh-huh. and these were 160 bucks a piece. So they did you a little upgrade. So if they did if nice, price is any indicator, a nice upgrade. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I mean, good for them for trying to get stuff out faster by eating a little bit of that. I'm happy to hear about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I am. I started a spreadsheet to kind of keep track of parts and costs. That one hurts a little bit, I'm going to be honest. But uh, I'll be interested to see where it gets when I'm finished. <laughs> I think I'm finished. Like, I really think I'm done. You've got majority of the big stuff. I you think, might have a little nickel and dime stuff here and there. Yeah, I think I've paid for everything. Um, no, I guess I take that back. I haven't been charged for the servo extensions yet. But that's a small fortune in servo extensions. It's like 120 bucks just in those. Yeah, just for wire and plastic connectors. Well, yeah. I, but once again, I'm, I'm not going to cheap out and go something like that. You're not going to use speaker wire? <laughs> not, I'm not going to do that in this one. Like, I don't mind doing that in some of these other, not throwaway planes, but, you know, the ones that aren't as expensive to begin with. Not $5,000. Yeah, I wish that were uh, an exaggeration. But anyway, yay. So that's looking forward to getting that going. Mm-hmm. In time. Like I said, we'll have a party this this uh, winter. I want to say weekend, but I knew that wasn't right. Uh, what else? Oh, so I one of the trips when I went up to Brian's a few times ago, this has been a few months, I bought uh, the AMA Alpha. Have you seen that? No, I don't believe I have. I should have brought it down to show you. I forgot. So it's just a little rubber-powered airplane that I thought Piper would have fun putting together. Um, it's got foamy wings. It's almost like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a really thin foam. Um, so it's not like an airplane that's going to handle a lot of bounces. Hmm. And you're giving this to Piper. Well, it's what it's made for. I mean, it's a free flight airplane. It's just a little rubber band power thing. But anyway, so we put it together and stuff. She had fun with that. We flew it a couple times out back here. Um that there's a lot like I've never flown or flown really like the rubber powered 
ones before. Like I've had the, you know, when you're a kid, you have the little cheap yeah. ones that you wind by hand. Yeah, and and they go 20 feet, yeah. Right. Well, this one has, it came with a winder, a 20 to 1 reduction winder, I think. And I mean, I don't remember how much. The whole kit was 5 or 10 bucks. It wasn't, it's not like it was stupid expensive. Yeah. But it's kind of neat to be able to wind it and wind it and wind it. And you're supposed to wind it, oh gosh, if I remember right, 36 times. So that ends up being. Oh, I can't do the math in my head, but three times two. 720. Zero. Yeah, 720 wines on it or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was quite a bit. Um, so, like I said, we did that a couple times, went outside when it was not very windy, which is hard to get these days. Uh, it's been a little breezy. We seem to have a constant wind now. Um, but she had fun with that. We flew it a few times and had a few decent flights that didn't end in the wings coming off but that's okay that's part of the fun is just to do that so you know i've had um years past i've had some rubber powered stuff and enjoyed watching it just go round and round on its own yeah i like i said this is my first i don't want to say hobby grade because it really isn't but it's my first with a winder how's that it's my first one i've used a winder on well you're better off than i am i've never got a winder i just sat there and cranked and cranked and cranked and cranked oh really yeah well, that was the other thing that surprised me too. Like the the rubber band is long enough to where it will like fall off when it's not under when it's not under tension. Yeah, right. So all the other ones I've had, like I said, the cheap ones when you're a kid that you buy for two bucks or whatever they used to be. No matter what, that wasn't coming off. You just you know wind it fifty times, whatever, throw it, it just go quickly and then be done. The I mean, this actually lasted quite a while under its own power. I was kind of surprised. It is amazing. How- yeah. Yeah, you know, the old technology works so well. But anyway, so that's new for me, and Piper had fun, so maybe once. So it's great to have a kid to go fetch it. It didn't go that far. I mean, like, it was circles more than anything, so I think the farthest we had to walk was 15 feet. Yeah, I am no means a rubber-powered expert, free-flight expert. Yeah, My stuff always circled nicely, but as soon as the wine started coming out, it would come out of its circle and take off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not something I plan on getting I'm sure into. the free flighters, you adjust things so it doesn't do that. But and they, they know exactly what they're doing. Yes. It's very much a science. That I don't have time or want to get into. It's like the internal workings of an automatic transmission. I ain't touching it. Nope. It's magic to me, and that's all that matters. Uh, what else? So oh, I went flying with Tommy before he left for his yeah, vacation. I wasn't able to catch up. I got the text on it, but... <laughs> Well, he, so he was obviously on vacation, so he was going out of town and stuff. And knowing that, I knew he was busy getting packed and getting ready. And something happened to where his wife had to go somewhere else. I don't know if it was a something for the trip that she had to go buy something. But it gave him like two hours of free yeah, so time. So he got a couple hours of Tommy time. Just like out of the blue. So then he texts and says, hey, I'm leaving for the field now. And it's like, you're leaving now? Like, seriously? So this is where I want to give a plug to the Spectrum G2 smart batteries. Just because I was able to charge five batteries in 20 minutes or so. I can't even find my charger in 20 minutes. Well, so by the time I got everything out and plugged in, it was, yeah, 25-ish minutes, I think, from the time I got it together to where I got the airplanes loaded into the car and then had the batteries charged and in the car and gone. I was proud of myself. Like, I really was. So I was able to go out there and flew with him a little bit. I told him, I was like, it would have been nice to have a little bit extra time, you know, so I could have prepared. An hour. He said he honestly had no time whatsoever. He texted as soon as he found out he was going. He didn't even charge his batteries for his airplane. It was just, uh, it was an SBOC or something. I don't remember what one he was flying. 30-ish CC, maybe. Just grab and go. I don't know. But the battery he had in there was one that he hadn't discharged yet. It was a lipo and stuff he was using for the ignition, I think, and then also... Receiver pack. Yeah. Because I don't think... I'd have to tell. It doesn't matter. But anyway, he went flying the during the week before while we were all at work, and he just never never discharged it, so he just used the charge that was in it. And Truth be told, it's probably still in the car. No, he's actually good about unloading it. Like, he will always do that. I won't. Like, I leave stuff in the car all the time, but I'll give him props. He's good about that. Yeah, I kind of live in the hood, so I don't leave anything in my car. Well, that's why he unloads, too, just because he doesn't like things left out. Um, 
but no, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Got to spend a little bit of time with him again before he went. It's good to see he's still, I don't want to say alive, because that sounds terrible. But, you know, it's been so long. Yeah. it was. And then he's home for a little bit, and then all of a sudden gone again. But that shall end. I'm hoping he'll be back for the next episode. Let's hope so. Me too, because... I don't know what we're going to talk about, if not. Because Dave, I'm sure, is starting to wear really thin with all of our listeners. All six of them. <laughs> well, we used to have six. We're probably down to two by now. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe. And maybe it's me. I don't know. We'll see. No, we're, we're cool. Um, what else? Oh. You're venturing into Auto Start World, aren't you? I was going to say, yeah. Here's something else we get to figure out how to do. So... The plan for my giant telemaster that I still have not finished for some odd reason is to possibly use that as a glider tow. Possibly. I don't know. I'm lazy. And this is an airplane that I think will probably actually get a decent amount of use. So I ordered the EME Auto Start from Legend Hobby. Have you dealt with Legend Hobby before? I have not. I've looked at some of their stuff. It's really nice, mm-hmm. but I've never had any occasion to order anything from them. Well, this was my first occasion to order something from them. Um, you know, I've seen them online, seen people post stuff about them, never dealt with them before. I was pleasantly surprised. So when I first tried to place my order, um, and apparently they had just done a big like website update over, you know, whatever, redesign and all that stuff. And so I went to place an order, and as I was going through with PayPal and that kind of stuff, it kept telling me on their website that my shipping address was invalid. It's like, I don't... I know where I live. I know what it is, exactly. And then it would come up with the plus four digits, you know. So I'd be like, fine, use that one. Fine, still invalid. I can't find the address and all that stuff. So I ended up emailing them and just said, hey, I'm trying to place an order, having issues. I don't know how long it was, but it was not very long at all. I had an email back from them saying, you know, we're sorry, we got it fixed, try again kind of thing. Went on, tried it again, worked fine. A few days later, had the box. And having never ordered from them, I don't know if this is something they do or if this was a I'm sorry for what happened kind of thing. But I got some goodies. Like, I was surprised to get some goodies from them. I get candy from time to time, but what would you get? This was not candy. And I... I Having never dealt with them, like I said, I don't know if this is normal. If it is, like, honestly, I'm like a little kid. Like, when I get a box and I know I ordered something, that's cool. But then when you open it up and there's more stuff in there that you didn't order, I was excited. So I got a sticker, obviously, just a Legend Hobby sticker. It looks kind of cool. Um, a Legend Hobby X-Acto knife. Well, those were handy. Very handy. Like, good stuff. I was impressed with that, too. I also got a Legend Hobby pair of socks. I should have showed them to you. A little questionable, but okay. They're kind of cool, though. I like them. Um, And then I got, like, a 44-ounce tumbler. Wow, they really filled you up. Yeah. So I was happy with that. Yeah. Kind of cool. I'd be happy with an X-Acto knife and a dum-dum. Right? Me, too. I thought the X-Acto knife was awesome. Because you can never have too many of those. I keep breaking them. The actual handles themselves? Yeah. Really? Uh, I like those Excel uh, soft touch ones, but unfortunately the handle is plastic instead of aluminum. And over a period of time they um, stress fracture, I guess. I don't know what causes it. From putting a lot of pressure on them and all that stuff. And then Fred ate one. Oh, I hope it was not loaded. It woke. That's when he was a baby. He doesn't do that stuff anymore. He just eats airplanes, apparently. He, he didn't eat it. He... That's, that's foreshadowing, by <laughs> <Yes>. the way. <laughs> you have such a problem with dogs eating your airplanes. But anyway, yeah. we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but anyway, so like I said, I, I got that. We'll see. I don't know how to install it. There are really no instructions that came with how to install it. Um, but I bought that, and I bought the starter relay so I can just control it from the transmitter. I'll just have a push button to start it, and it should be pretty yeah, good. just put it on your, uh, what Little used to be the button. trainer button. Yeah, yeah. What used to be the, was that the bind button, too? Yeah, it's the bind button, too. Yeah. I think it's switch I, if I remember right, at least on mine. I don't know. It's On mine, it's all, you can tell it whatever switch you want that one to be called in whatever channel, so... I'll program it to whatever I want. But the other thing I did, too, just to make it even easier, is I ended up putting a servo in here uh, and the telemaster for the choke. So you can choke it manually. That way I can choke it. You don't even have to touch it. 
I, exactly. I should just be able to do everything from the transmitter and be good. I'm excited for that. Yes. And they're eight inch tires, by the way. I did measure. I say need a chalk. Need a what? You need a set of chalks for it. Ooh, I should 3D print some. That'd be cool. Yeah. Ah, it's more things. Those for me tires to do. are big enough. You can use a set of trailer chalks. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so, you want to talk about your swap meet? Yeah, so we went uh, to Columbia, Illinois. I thought it was Belleville, so I... So you were a... You I would mucked have, that one up. You would have went to the wrong place. I'm glad I didn't. That would have sucked. I think we've done that before, haven't we? No, we went on the wrong weekend, if I remember correctly. Shh. Yes. Yeah. That sucked. So anyway, we went down to Columbia. It was a pretty decent uh, turnout down there. Um, lots of stuff. Daniel and I wandered around for a while. There was a couple things he was interested in, uh, but the pricing just wasn't good. You know, a lot of a lot of higher end stuff there that time this last time. So like higher end, like actual higher end airplanes, or just higher. Yeah, planes? they had a, they had one there. It was like they were wanting close to a thousand for very nice stuff. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're down there on the cheap. Yeah. And. Uh, I have an affliction for used UMX stuff. It seems like every time I go to a swap meet, I buy used UMX. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So I end up buying a used uh, Turbo Timber for $65. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. And it was essentially new. <laughs> Came with a battery. Uh, they'll find out the battery, and it's really not any good. It flew for about a minute and a half, and it started cutting out. So yeah, yeah it was one of those. Well, that's okay. But hey, you know. Is that the 2S or 3S? It was a 2S. I just ordered two more 2Ss last night. Well, there you go. Why not the 3S, though? Because I don't have any 3S UMX. Well, you do. It's this one. I'm not, I'm not pointing the the Waco. I'm talking about the one you just got. No, it's a 2S. It's the old one. Oh. It's not the Turbo not Temper. The, uh, once again, there's so many Timbers, I don't. I can't. Yeah, this is the older one that's the 2S. Okay. So. I got you now. Um. I did get one flight on it. We got it out last weekend, last Sunday. And uh, it was a little breezy, but uh, took off and flew, and it it flew great, even though it was a little breezy. Uh, did it surprise me how slow it would fly? Really? Yeah. Uh, there was a little bit of a breeze, and uh, I was having to land directly at myself, which probably made it look like it was slower than it really was. <laughs> True. But um, coming in, I was dragging in. I didn't even put the flaps down. It just came kept dragging and dragging and dragging and it's like was it ever going to get back i'm gonna to have to give this thing more power just to get it back uh and it came in super slow it crossed the field a couple foot off the ground and it crossed the entire field and it took forever nice it was nice <clears throat> that's cool so i can't wait to fly it on a calm day when it could really yeah drop the flaps and drag figure it in. out what it can do yeah and it's got those optional slats on it and the prior owner had glued slats on it so it's like well we'll just leave those on although i've knocked one of them off <laughs> Well, I guess they're not glued on too well then. So. They weren't glued on super well, no, but they are now. That's the other thing. Like with the uh, twin timber, I keep I, – like I wish they were removable because I'd like to fly it with the slats on the front, mm -hmm. but they're not removable. It's either you have them or you don't. Yeah, so I can't make up my mind on what I want to do on that. There's no way to put a little screws or anything in them. Mm -mm. No, I mean like it's designed to glue them in or don't, don't. glue them in. <laughs> From what I understand um, with the – UMX Turbo Timber, it doesn't matter a whole lot one way or another. But okay. they said it doesn't doesn't change the flight performance very much. Can't imagine getting any slower. So see I like slow, like on those kind of airplanes especially. Yeah. I think it needs a higher roll rate. I think I'll pull the uh, aileron controls part and pull them in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it rolled nice, but I expected more. Yeah. Well, when you're flying slow, there's not a lot of air moving over stuff to actually flip it either so so we got that that was a really nice deal for me and then daniel ended up buying a i don't know what it was some sort of flying wing um it was from the late 90s early 2000s i can't remember who made it uh it's brand new in the kit boxed like a foam it's type? a foam flying oh, okay. wing um ten dollars oh gosh brand new in the box never been touched so See, now you don't have a wing, right? Yeah, I got a wing. I've got an FMS uh, Razor. That's also foam. foam. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, what do they call it? The stuff that's in your bumpers. It's that high impact stuff that you can glue with super glue. I don't know what, but I know what you're talking about. It kind about. of feels soapy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is made out of. Oh, cool. Um, I've had that for a long time. It's got speed 400 in it. I need to upgrade that to a brushless setup. So this is pusher? It's pusher. And same with what Daniel got? Yep. Maybe we'll have to start doing a little bit of, uh, of, uh, oh, what's it called? My mind just went blank. Full contact combat? That's it. Combat with that would be fun. Yeah. I've got to just track down a speed 400 equivalent in runner because the way these motors mount, they actually use the case to, to mount the motor. Oh. So I've, it has to be an in runner. Okay. Which I'm sure I can find something. I just don't know at this point. If, it's too bad you guys have those because if you didn't, you know, I just bought that Assassin and they have three, uh, like kits where you can buy three at a time. Mm hmm. And it would have been cool if you, Tommy, and Daniel all bought one. Yeah, so Tommy already has one, is that he, correct? Yeah, he bought one at Joan All last year. That's kind of what got me to order mine, but I haven't honestly put it together yet. But um, once again, I have everything for that. I went and got the right tape and all that stuff because it had to have some sort of stranded tape to put it together. Yeah, the nylon filament tape. Yeah, so I got that, and I'm, I think that will be fun to do. Yeah. But would have been more fun to do with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we've got all, all three of us got wings. They're just not matched. Yeah. So That'll be cool, though. We'll see. And assassins were kind of cheap, if I remember right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I I can't remember. I, well, I'm just making it up completely if I say anything. So so, I'm not, yeah. not going to say anything. <laughs> so I, uh, Anyway, we uh, end up flying uh, the little UMX Timber and uh, went to put it back in the box, which I had in the back of the truck. And uh, had it there, was taking the battery out from underneath the hood, and Fred decides to jump in the truck and lands on the brand new, oh, Fred. the brand new used timber. Yeah. So my brand new pretty airplane has got some wrinkle marks in it, and I've had to glue the tail back on it. And yeah, thanks, Fred. Well, at least they're not brand new. No. I mean. I didn't pay full price for it. I saved a hundred bucks on it. So. Yeah. So that kind of makes it okay. You can blame the person beforehand. Yeah, yeah. I bought it used. This is what it looked like. It was a good deal, right? Yeah, it was a great. <laughs> it was a great deal until the dog jumped on it. You, so I have a really bad trouble with UMX airplanes and dogs. I was gonna say you gotta stop them from doing that. Fred decided he was just gonna help put it in the box, and he's yeah. an idiot. What can I say? <laughs> uh, then, he's a normal lab. And then Hank tried to eat the uh, otter. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was bad timing. That was bad timing. But it is what it is, and it's UMX. And yeah, they they don't care much about the big planes. They don't pay any attention to the big planes. The mm -hmm. UMX drives them nuts. The Ultrix is just... They can't stand the Ultrix. Yeah, the Ultrix just sends them into overdrive. Yeah, it's like some sort of... I don't know if it's like a bug to them or what, but the, the pitch that the propeller makes, the sound and all that kind of stuff must just hit them right. I mean, as soon as I plugged a battery in, I got lab in my face. <laughs> what is that? Are you going to throw it? Am I going to eat it? Well... I think with the Ultrix a lot with Fred, he thinks it's a Frisbee because he's a real Frisbee nut. Yeah. And it's it's about the size of his Frisbee. And same it, size. For same dog shape. Kind of looks like it. Yeah. yeah. And then it makes a jiggly noises, which just yeah sends him over the edge. Like a squeaky toy. Yeah. You could be like Reggie and just throw it in the air and then fly it into your face. <laughs> fly it into your face, yeah. <laughs> I sent that video to Tommy because he, he said something about, heard us talking about that. So I sent it to him and Mike. God, he just played it over and over and over again. It's pretty enjoyable. Just whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all from the swap meet, huh? That's it from the swap meet. There, we weren't able to come up with a whole lot, but it was it was a nice turnout. A lot of people there. Cool. So hopefully, it's a good shade of things to come. And how long of a drive is that one? Is that two hours? It's 125 miles. So it was two-ish hours. Two-ish hours. That's not terrible. Found out my truck was broke while I was down there, so it was kind of. It's always something. Questionable, questionable drive on the way back. Rear pinion seal on the truck decided to blow, and I had gear oil everywhere. Oh. But you made it back. Made it back. I only ended up putting in right a little over a quart of fluid back in it until I got it fixed. So it wasn't wasn't as bad as I thought, but, man, this, that drive back, yeah, that, I'm not always, knowing. always uncomfortable because you don't know what's going to happen. It could go a lot worse if you run it dry. Yeah, if you run it dry, the rear end's out, and that's $1,000 rear end. Yeah, that sucks. But, but it made it out. back. 
It only used about half the fluid. So. <laughs> uh, oh, the other thing I did, if we're finished with... Yeah. So before we get off here, I thought it was kind of cool because I did some organizing. Yeah, it looks know. great. Well, I wouldn't say that yet, but it's getting better. Like, if you look around... There's not as many airplanes downstairs as there was. It's going to be Christmas time. I'm going to be honest. Like, before I know it, Christmas is going to be here, and it's going to be time to put our tree up. And I had, like, airplanes stacked in the corner where we usually put our tree down here and stuff. So, um, Looked like Davis Mountain Boneyard over there. What? It looked like the Air Force Boneyard out of Arizona. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, it was. It, there was a lot stacked, and yeah. I figured I would do it before I got told to clean do up. it you know what i mean <laughs> um, so it, it i ended up one of the problems i had is that the uh the shelf bracket things that i was using to hang stuff like none of the the actual brackets that i had to go into the uprights were very long like a foot was the longest ones that i could find to, to yeah they don't there. come very long and i guess that's okay if you're Actually putting shelves. a shelf on it or something on it. You don't need a deep, deep shelf. And you don't want a lot of weight, I guess, on that either. Because the deeper your shelf is, the more pressure gets put on them. But airplanes don't weigh hardly anything at all. So I spent the time and I measured out and drew up on the on CAD the actual correct size um, Ears, whatever you want to call them, that actually go. Oh, those in, little tab things. Yeah, the little tab things that go into the the uprights, and started making my own. So that way, I can make shelf brackets as long as I need them to be. So I've done several of them that are eighteen inches, which I can fit most airplanes, especially wings and stuff on that. Um, and then I ended up cutting several. I think I did six or eight of them, uh, especially for my EDFs that are. Uh, 32 inches long. So they stick out from the wall pretty That's good. That's a long bracket. Yeah, but I ended up making it thick enough to where I wasn't worried about the material that I bought or that I cut it out of breaking or anything like that. So I was able to make that, and then I used the, obviously like everybody else does, the uh, pipe insulation. Yeah, that's, that's make really... It easier. You just can't find anything better for that. I know, and it's so cheap. Um, so I got all that done. I got. I think I ended up taking... 10 or 11 airplanes outside to hang them up. Oh, you finally got what was in your foot, huh? Uh-huh. Nice. But anyway, I think I took 10 or 11 airplanes and got them hung up. So that's less airplanes that are down here. And they look good in the garage. I Thank you. I think that looks really good. I'm happy with it. I still have a few more to hang. I got to do some rearranging still. I think I have room above the refrigerator where I could probably get three or four more hung if I do it right. Um i got to move the boxes and stuff that are up there. I've got the ARF box from the Pawnee Brave and a couple other boxes up there I need to get rid of. But after I move all that stuff, I'll be able to hang a few more up. I've got these two over here that nobody can see, but I'm pointing at that I'm getting rid of in the next couple months. Um, so those technically are out the door, so I can hide those and don't have to worry about them. Um, and then this place will almost be airplane-free down here. Damn. For, for how long? Well, when Christmas is over, that's going to completely change. Yeah. It, looks, no, it really looks good. There's still it's a lot of work to get this stuff moved around. Three, four. There's only seven airplanes down here now. That's amazing. For me, that's pretty good. It's never going to get to zero, I'm going to be honest. but It's a basement. The side I need to be cleared off is cleared off. Yeah. But it was... The no, family living space is good. Yeah. and But it was cool because, like... So I've had that CNC machine built for several years couldn't tell you how many but it's been a long time since i started building that thing and i don't get to use it as much as i should and i had to do i don't know if i told you or not i had to do something for my brother-in-law he needed some plaques cut out in the shape of illinois so i ended up cutting those on the on the cnc machine for him when i turned it on i didn't realize it had been over two years since i had turned that on Wow, it's just been that long. Like it completely sucks. So it's it's it feels good to get back to designing and start doing some stuff on there. So I was able to get those brackets cut. Like I said, it was uh, painless. It was quick. And the nice thing about the CNC machine is when you design what you want on your own, you can make it exactly how you want. Yeah, it. you want it. 
So I was able to do the length, the right length. It's not too long, not too short. And I actually, like most of the other ones I have hanging up out there that are not EDFs, and this probably makes no difference with an EDF, but for some reason I want to make sure it didn't like slide off since it's the whole airplane together. Right. So it actually has a few degrees of up as it comes off of the wall. It's yeah. not just flat 90 degree comes out. So. Oh, it's like when they angle back yep. two, three degrees. That's what I did on these. So hopefully that'll keep it all nicely up there. Um, like I said, I've got a few more to, to cut and make to hang out there. But other than that, I, I should be in pretty good shape here. That's nice. And then I can buy more. <laughs> and Daniel got a new toy. What did he get? He got a laser cutter. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I, so he's been trying to burn his house down. I knew he was talking about it. I didn't know he actually got it. Yeah, he's been playing around with it. He hasn't made a whole lot yet. Something about making a clock, I don't know. But well, that'd be fun. What do you get, do you know? Uh, creality? I think it was a creality. So is what kind of laser I is it? I don't know what laser it is. I don't know. I don't know laser stuff. I mean, like, is it? A CO2, or is it like a diode, or that's probably about the only thing? I wish I could tell you. Okay. We'll, we'll find out more, and we'll talk about it down the road. I'll have to talk to him about it sometime. Well, that's cool. I wonder how that goes for him. Because I know I have, like with what I do, depending on if it's a laser, the CNC machine, or vinyl cutter, or whatever, it's separate programs for each one. Like, I, right. I don't have one program I can use and then have that work for all of them. It sure would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, I... He said, though, that I mean, the Creality, I, I think it was Creality, because it's the same brand as this uh, 3D printer. Okay. And he says the two programs are very similar. They're not identical, but they're similar enough that the learning curve is a little flatter. Yeah. And I guess I did kind of tell a lie. Like, depending on what I'm doing, I can start my basic design for all three in one program, and then I just have to export it differently. Change the extensions? Yeah. Well, Yes. Not just extensions, but file types and all that kind of stuff. If it's going to the CNC machine, the G code is different and all that yeah. stuff based on it's what it's going to. Beyond me, I got my vinyl cutter, and that's all I use. And that's that's fine because I can. Hey, make me this. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I, I think I've kind of covered everything I want to talk about. You anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, we got the cub motor running finally. We did figure out what it was. I'm not. Okay, quick. Okay, so rewind a little bit. What cub motor? I forgot all about that. We uh, he's got the big third scale cub he picked up in Toledo. So this is Daniel's. Yes, uh-huh. uh, we figured out it is um, a seventy uh, cc. Um, yeah, what is it? <laughs> you said you figured it out, but you can't we figured tell. it out. But I now I can't remember what it was. Uh, it took us a while to figure it out. He had to uh, scrape a lot of gasket maker and stuff off of it to find the the nose, the numbers, and so forth. Oh. Um, so I assume it's an older motor. It is then? an older motor. Uh, it was popular in the 90s and early 2000s uh, for use with um, um, the Byron aircraft. Why? I mean, I wonder what made it special with that one. Uh, apparently, this one was sold by B&B Specialties. And, um, He's scrolling through his phone. Phone, yeah. What it is. It's a Sax. It's a Sax Dolmer. 70cc, 4.2. Okay. And, Never uh, heard of that. But yeah, okay. it is, it, basically, it's a chainsaw engine. Saks makes big chainsaws and moped motors. Oh, okay. And uh, we finally got it running. Uh, it's been fighting with us a little bit, but he rebuilt the carb on it, and I reset the set it to factory tune, and it kicked right over, and it's running beautiful. That's good. I remember when I was out there and you guys were trying to get it started, um, apparently the battery had come unplugged. Yeah, he uh, the the leads were real short on it, and a little bit of vibration it pulled it apart. This this seems to be one of those airplanes that's going to have gremlins like that. Yeah, we're sorting through them very yeah. slowly, but we're sorting through them very methodically. Yeah. But it, it doesn't like it's a cool looking airplane. It's a big airplane, but it just needs a little bit of TLC before it's it's rough. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's also got a warped aileron. We figured out. Oh, really? Yeah. So we need to look at that. But it should be ready to fly here real soon. Which means next year by now, unfortunately. Unless we just get a nice, calm, semi-warm day. That's a semi-warm day that's going to be difficult. Yeah, well. I mean, you never know. Did I tell you, by the way, a little off topic, but 
I remember when I went out to the field last time and it was semi-chilly. I had my little hand warmers out, the little hot hands or whatever they're called. I bought some electronic ones or electric ones off of Amazon. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll see how that works. What are those powered off of? Their own batteries. Oh, they're like I mean, rechargeable? They're literally rechargeable battery ones. They're only like 15 bucks for a set of them. Um, from what I have used uh, so far, which has not been much, I've not been outside with them when they're cold, I like the fact that they get warm. Like they have three settings. And on the highest setting, I think it's supposed to be 138 degrees. That's pretty warm. I know. It feels good. And it's supposed to be an eight and a half hour battery life with that temperature. But the thing I don't like is that's only on one side of them. Like at least when you have the hot hands, you know, the ones that don't last very long, that whole thing gets hot, whereas it's just one side on this. Yeah. But it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Well, hopefully that'll be something I can I can't use. believe they go that hot for that long. Yeah. I know. Very handy. <laughs> handy. <laughs> but yeah, so if if we can get out sometime, I'll try that. And then I also have the... Um, you got that nice mitt. Yeah, I I forgot I had that. I should have brought it with me the last time we were out there when it was cold. But whatever that little transmitter case thing is that has a little clear part on top that your hands go in. Yeah, we'll try that this year, too. Yep, sounds good. But that is a joke, but I think that's going to end up being <laughs> more handy than anything. Handy again? And I said it again. Wow, that's amazing. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about? I'm done. Well, me too. We'll, uh, next, next one will be. <laughs> we'll see, hopefully. Anyway, um, well, cool then. I'm finished. Until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Ron. And I'm Dave. Good night. Night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.